Welcome to this podcast. It's your host, Mei Wu, and I have two special guests here with me today. And we're going to talk about millennial marriage. And if you two can introduce yourselves and uh, say where you're from. Sure, I'll go first. This is Darian. Um, I'm from Virginia. Uh, friends of Mei Wu and Derek, who was on the last episode. Um, me and Derek met at Google, but we're originally from uh, Virginia. We moved to uh, the West Coast after we got married in 2016. Hey y'all, I'm Jasmine. Um, oh, y'all. <laughs> Clearly I'm from Virginia. Um, I am from Virginia Beach, 757, and I met Darian in Richmond. I'm sure we'll get into that. Um, at BCU. And yeah, moved here for, for work and been here for about a year. And then met there. Yeah. And then how long did you all date before you decided like tie the knot? Uh, what five years five and a half yeah about five years so we met so we met 2009 late 2009 um started dating officially january 18 2010 um yeah i know the date you're like chuckling like whoa and he proposed february 7th what 24 14 no 15 oh yeah so yeah five years oh wow five years and one month yeah and then so I guess, like, what made you all go from wanting to be in a serious, committed relationship to then going on to marriage? Like, what was that kind of deciding factor? I mean, there That's could be question. probably a bunch, but... For me, it was really very simple. I tell Jasmine, I said this in my vows, it's super cliche, <laughs> super corny. I knew I was going to marry her within the first week, month, day. I was just broke. That's what took me so long to do it. Um, I had to get my first like real job outside of college. I know she had this dream wedding. I know she wanted to get married down in 757, Virginia, Virginia Beach. So uh, I wanted to make sure I was financially capable of, of helping finance a, uh, a the wedding of her dreams. So that's what took so long. I'm snapping. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it, that it, it mattered to me, of course, but it didn't really matter to me. I honestly, when he proposed, I was super shocked and he denies this but I feel like this did happen before we got married or before we got engaged I remember talking about like oh it's so many engagements going on and I'll never forget he was like and probably to throw me off but he was like yeah no time soon for me like literally and like I remember like turning my head away have you guys ever watched Friends? Yeah. It was like where Chandler was like, oh, I'm not a man of marriage, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm like a pig or whatever. Pigs don't get married or like don't stay with the swear I said that, but. Yeah. Oh, you don't remember? And my, my tears just start rolling down. Like, I'm looking away out the car. But anyways, so like, I think like a month later, maybe last, he proposed. And I don't even know why I cried because I, I really thought we were young. I mean, we were, what, 24? Mm-hmm. No, we were 23. Um when we got engaged and I mean to me that's young granted at that point we were dating for five years that's a long time but I was like we're young maybe two more years three more years whatever yeah, yeah. but I mean honestly I was ready probably early on too right yeah we just knew it it wasn't even a spoken thing it was just like we like me and Darian have always just been me and Darian like even to our friends like we grew up together yeah kind of like right you know, since we were 18 I like our friends they even said, oh, Jasmine and Darian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when was more the question. Was Not it, it wasn't like if, it was yeah. when. Okay. Exactly. 
And then how did you pay for your wedding, I guess? Because that's like a huge concern for people is like weddings, like just period. Everyone's like weddings are expensive. I can't afford. That's like a thing I hear all the time. It's expensive. I can't afford that. Um, the ring, the the different venues, the whole shebang. It was definitely, um, I wouldn't say like overly pricey. I think it was like average for like the millennial couple <laughs> in this generation, but we we have great parents. Mm -hmm. um, her parents helped a lot. Um, her father helped a lot. Um, he's super traditional, so he was, he. I, I think he paid half. Yeah, my parents paid uh, half. Parents paid mm -hmm. half. My dad um, foot the, footed the bill for our dress rehearsal. Uh, wedding rehearsal, um, open bar. They went nuts. They had a, they had a great time, um, and they they ran that up. So we we and then we saved well. We put some stuff in the credit card as well. Um, I had full transparency a payment plan on Jasmine's ring. <laughs> that actually, I paid off like I think like a year and a half ago, two years. Yeah. Um, but it it was. I mean, everything was well worth it. Um, so it wasn't like a, a I guess like a super like debt hole that we built yeah we didn't have to up. build up too much debt so what started i mean our venue was gorgeous so that helps like we didn't really have to do much in terms of decorations like i feel like that's my biggest advice to give to brides besides do a destination wedding that's one thing i would have did different do a destination wedding mm -hmm. <laughs> but um our venue was it's a museum so it was nice anyways and it makes it so that you don't have to do that much for decorations. Yeah. So we got to cut back a lot on cost. Um, this, I mean, yeah, 24, 25, even with my parents paying half. Um, there's still a lot you have to consider in terms of right. like, money at that age. So what happened was, too, we both worked in jobs where um, it was heavily based on commission. We had a base salary. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, you can go... And you can really stretch far depending how how well your your quarter is going. So I think that's a couple of things happened from that. It made us really grind at work. <laughs> so we did great at work, but also we knew like if I'm doing this this quarter, like we would get an extra you know maybe a couple grand. Like all right, so we're gonna up the flowers right, right. and then yeah. we get a couple here. Like okay, we're gonna do lights, like things that are draping and things like that. So I think that really played a huge part into it too. It's just seeing where our money was and it just happened to be right for for that time period which was a blessing oh wow okay yeah so it's actually not as crazy or as like crazy expensive oh well i mean i guess it's expensive but it's yeah. doable it sounds like it's definitely right doable. yeah it's definitely doable and with the again the help of my parents because again they paid for half so that was, right <laughs> not everybody has that so yeah we were super grateful yeah like shout out to yeah shout to out Pops, to uh, keith and avis <laughs> Tony and Vicky. <laughs> right. And then when did you guys decide to like, oh, it's ready for us to move and this is like the right thing to do? Super random. Um, so even, be 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 even before we um, got married, um, we were kind of like just like itching at like, should we like move to like, we had like five cities on our list. Um, should we go to Oklahoma City? Should we go to Miami? Should we just move across the West Coast? Um, and we kind of shelved it for a little while, um, and then randomly, like we were, li I was listening to the radio. I never listened to the radio. My, my, I just so happened didn't have my aux cord. Yeah. And I was listening to the radio, and the dude goes, "If you're thinking about moving right now, do it." I'm like, "Yo, what the hell?" Like, this dude's actually like talking directly to us, talking to me. I'm like, "The right, signs were there." Right, the signs were there. The stars aligned, and I, I talked to Jazz about it. She was like, "Yeah, let's do it." Like, I, uh, my brother lives in Phoenix. Not my brother, brother, but somebody who I was basically like. 
like a brother to me. We're best friends, neighbors for like 20 some years. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he was living in Phoenix, like I'm out here having a great time, um, super cheap, great weather. So uh, Phoenix was on our list and uh, we visited July 4th, um, what, 2016, mm-hmm. right? And and I think we moved out there the the third week of July, like right after our wedding, we got married in, in, um, in May. Uh, so it was like two months right after we got married, we uh, we moved to, to Phoenix, um, told our parents, they weren't super like overjoyed with it, but yeah. they understood like that's how we are, like we, we just pick up and go. Mm-hmm. Um, the crazy part is we knew before we got married, like right before, maybe right. like that March, right? So we got married in May and in that like March time period, we kind of solidified like we're going to move to Phoenix. We okay. had never visited, but we were like, you know, we did our research nowadays, I mean, we don't even have to. You can be on the internet and search yeah. everything. Like yeah, right. Thing. So we found, you know, our pros and cons, and we came up with the idea like this is what we're gonna do. But we both decided that's like a heavy load to throw at our parents right before we get married. So we were like, okay, how are we gonna say it? We ended up actually telling them before the wedding because what we didn't yeah, want to happen it. is some of our friends knew or whoever, oh. and then like, oh okay, you know, they're moving after the wedding. So. We just went ahead and told them. Like, our right parents before. are super dramatic. And we're <laughs> our moms. Our parents. Okay. My dad can care less. Like, he has love for me. He trusts me to, like, make the right decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moms is super dramatic. And, like, both of us are kind of, like, the glue of our family. So, like, just having us around um, as, a, I guess, a, a safety belt, uh, if you will, uh, kind of puts them at ease. So, us being on the West Coast isn't the easiest, but they mm-hmm. also understand, like, this is what we need to do to, to get where we are right now. Uh, and to provide for them at a later stage in life too so yeah. uh, they got it mm-hmm. okay and then after Phoenix y'all are like let's actually make the move to San Francisco no she can tell that story That's about how we ended up here too. Too. <laughs> yeah so um, so when we moved to Phoenix I actually stayed with my, my current um, not my current company now but my company that I was with in DC um, and I had all plans to you know sever ties keep it moving mm-hmm. they asked me hey do you want to work remote of course so oh I yeah right yeah okay. so i worked remote in phoenix it was awesome and um linkedin I, I will say this a thousand times again i think you should do a podcast on linkedin <laughs> just get into yeah. that all about LinkedIn. but, <laughs> the, importance but the importance of, of linkedin profile. um i mean i've always been very up to date on linkedin and just having connections like i check my linkedin first thing when i wake up like i check you know my email or before i even get to instagram i'm checking linkedin so instagram is right after like don't get me wrong i'm not like above instagram um but i said that to say i got an email probably what october from uh from google so just a year and a half after so oh okay for about a year and a half at this point yeah this was uh 2017 october 2017 i get email like Google opportunity. Mm-hmm. I'm like, huh, yeah, right. <laughs> so like, I click it. I'm looking. I'm like, what? And he's like, would you like to have a talk? I'm like, sure. So I talked to um, it was like a sorcerer, and I talked to him about it. I'm like, yeah, you know, it sounds interesting. I'm still not thinking anything of it. I have another call um, scheduled, and end up having that. Took it seriously. I'm like, wow, this is really like a Google opportunity. This really mm-hmm. could be a thing. But in my mind, I'm still like, no, like we're good in Phoenix. We just moved here. We're you know, I'm happy time. where I am. Yeah. Scottsdale's really, really fun. Oh, so you weren't even like no, actually we're looking, looking for no, something not else. Not even a little bit. Never mm-hmm. even. What what is this Bay Area? Never even yeah. crossed our mind. We had mm-hmm. a great group of friends out there. Her brother lived out there, so we right, right. We had a, a solid uh support system mm-hmm. outside of family so what you're always looking for in a, in a foreign yeah. city so it was dope so what made you 
then get up and leave a place that you are pretty happy with? Uh, Google. Yeah. Uh, like it's, you can't turn an opportunity like that. Um, mm-hmm. And she can speak more to it. Like, they reached out it's to really her. It's really funny. I was, it was a hectic day. Mind you, I was still working a full-time job remote. I was still working. My parents were coming into town. It's something happened with my car. There's so much going on. Yeah. I forgot I had an interview with Google. Like, it was, like, I know it's the craziest thing you could ever hear. Right. But, but it was so much going on. I completely forgot. And that's how much I just wasn't even thinking about making that move. I was like, there's no way it's going to work out for me. Not going to work. But I still, like, entertain it. Why not? Mm-hmm. This is Google. And missed the first call. I'm like, Darian, look, what do you think? Should I like reschedule? And he's like, through this whole thing, he's like my pusher. Like, what are you thinking? Like, yeah, yeah. Do, like this would make you happy, and you know, which I think is my favorite part about him. He's always pushed me. Um, but yeah, fast forward, I get through the whole interview process, and as you know, I'm sure cost of living out here is insane. So right. I was like, there's no way I'm making a lateral move. So I just, you know, my recruiter's like, you know, tell me the number that you would need mm-hmm. and I just throw some crazy number out there yeah and lo and behold it works <laughs> so we're moving to, to San Francisco at right. that point like yeah. Darian's like yes you absolutely need to make that move to to the bay um and then they asked me they're like so like hey I saw I've noticed like my recruit is very intuitive she's mm-hmm. like your husband this is the same thing you do and I was like yeah she's like do you want to like send me his resume I'm like <laughs> I guess. Like, shout yeah. out to the recruiter. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. Erin Beck, shout out to her. Um, she's like, yeah, you know, um, do you want to send me a resume? I'm like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, Darian, you cool with that? And at the time, he was really happy with his job. Yeah. You know, had new business development role, had really, like, broken ground and was really just doing some great things for that company. So in my mind, I'm like, nah, he's not going to be for that. We both just kind of have that thing for each other. We're like, nah, he's happy or she's happy. Maybe, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. But... Long story short, three weeks later, after I started, he's at Google too, <laughs> and we're both in the Bay. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The offer, it just like all kind of full yeah. circle worked yeah. out. The craziest part though was like she got the job, um, and she was actually flying back and forth, uh, back to Phoenix on the weekends. Oh wow! Okay. Um, even before I started interviewing, and yeah. so I started interviewing. I, one, I was like. I have to do something. We have to pick one of these cities. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was flying back and forth. And I got the interview. And so it was now, like, super stressful. Like, all right, Darren, you have to get the job. Mm-hmm. Or you look like an entire, like, left-behind type child. Because you can't keep up with your wife. So I read a whole, like, book for the interview. I was super prepared. Was sweating, oh, wow. Sweating bullets for both those those video calls. Yeah. So, no, but it, it was super dope. Uh, the interview process was really, really cool. Um, I think the same folks that hired me hired Derek as well. So it was mm-hmm. a really smooth, um, like, intuitive process. Um, and then we ended up moving to San Francisco, or I did. Uh, I, I'm an Eagles fan, and we had to see the Eagles win the Super Bowl the Sunday before I started at Google on Monday. Wow. The voice was shot. Um, <laughs> so it was really bad. It was, it was fun. That's amazing. Yeah. So with all of that, like, just thinking about you all like moving from your hometown, your home state, and then going to Arizona and then coming to California, there's like this whole traditional marriage where it's like you kind of get married and you settle down. And so I'm curious, like, what are your thoughts on just like marriage nowadays? Like without putting that millennial to it, just like, what are your thoughts on marriage now? Do you think that there's a lot of tradition some of it, like, what do you think is new and what do you think is still very traditional? I think aside from, like, finding who's for you, like, we, there's nothing traditional about our relationship. Like, we, we bounce around. We, I think we were just talking about, I think we were on a date 
where we go, uh, like two days ago, I think it was somewhere, and we were talking about, or last weekend, we were talking about how this is the first time um, this year that we actually renewed our lease. Um, we just, we bounced around <laughs> like that and it's, yeah. since 2012, yeah. 13, 14, some, some year, some crazy year. We, we just always pick up and go. We don't kind of abide by the rules of society. Mm-hmm. And I think most of our people in our generation are kind of have thrown that rule book out the window. Yeah. Because it kind of just doesn't make any sense. Um, and I think a lot of people benefit from that. Just uh, even when it comes to like your personal life, your professional life, just if you know it's not working for you, just get up and go. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how we have we both have a lot of ambition. Jazz can tell you, like, I've had jobs. I'm like, Jazz, I'm definitely working for somebody who's not, uh, had, didn't have my best interest at heart. And so mm-hmm. she's like, all right, get up and go. Like, yeah. Don't waste your time. Yeah, I definitely think, like, like marriage, like, in a traditional sense. So, like he said, I, me and Darian, like, our, I feel like our whole love story, quote, unquote, like, if that's what you want to say, is non-traditional in general for today's world. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people we meet, are like, wait, you met him when you were 18 and you're still together? Me and Darian have never broken up. Not once. Like, we've never taken a break. Yeah. You know, snap. Yeah, like, like and that, girl, we've I have seen so many college <laughs> relationships, and I was like, no thanks. Yeah. I literally was like, oh, I'm good <laughs> off of a college relationship. Yeah. But, like, there were a couple, like, a couple of people for me. I'm like, oh, you all have, like, an amazing, very uplifting relationship, and it sounds like that's what. Yeah. I mean, we've never gone, literally, since I've met him, one day without talking to each other mm-hmm. i'm not saying that to say we've never had problems we've had endless problems mm-hmm. like we it's, relationships are hard yeah so regardless like that's one thing to always know too like i know a lot of times my friends like you can't speak on it y'all you had a perfect relationship Shit. like no yeah. we had problems too but we worked through it um for whatever reason so i'll say in a, a non-traditional sense for now and like just you know, I haven't dated since I was 18, so I don't know, but I can just speak from what I see from my friends and, like, mm-hmm. what I see out there. Um, it's hard out there right now, and I feel like marriage is hard out there right now. Um, and I'm not going to say marriage isn't hard for us, too. Like, I feel like a relationship is hard in general. Yeah. So of course, yeah. marriage is. Um, but what I will say is, in a non-traditional sense, too, we just, I mean, we just like to have fun. Mm-hmm. And I feel like marriage is what you're going to make it. And, yeah. again, we talked about this earlier. Um, building variables I feel like me and Darian together like it's just what makes it what it is like maybe you're with somebody who's not you know doesn't want to like hang out I've seen so many different marriages like Mm -hmm. we have a a friend actually he lives down the hall he goes out (laughs) his wife doesn't but it works like I don't even say that she throws shade yeah but like it's like you don't want to force her to do this something that she's not interested in doing exactly they live their own separate life he's fine with it she's fine with it Mm -hmm. as far as I know they do that. Me and Darian, we both like to go out. We go out together. I met you two at a pregame. Right. We <laughs> so. met you together. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, a lot of times, like, the stereotype or the, this feeling that people get is like, oh, I'm locked down now. I gotta, I can't get married until, like, I'm, I'm ready to just stay in the house and read a book. Like, no, yeah. that's not what marriage no. is. It shouldn't. If that's what you feel like it is for the person you're with, if you're dating someone, you're like, all right, I'm going to get married when I feel like I can't go out anymore. You probably don't need to be with that person. Right, and it's like, they'd be like, oh, Jazz, Darren, y'all on moves again. Like, what would you do with your best friend? Like, you'd be on moves with your best friend. Take the sex and, and then take the actual male-female part out of it. If that was a, another male and a female, you'd be out of the bar, you'd be out in the park, you'd be drinking, having a great time. That's what we do together. Same type gist. You just look at it as marriage. You see that title. Um, because it is a traditional sense, um, they want to apply the same type of, I guess, 
mindset to it. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy too. We, we were talking about like that's, it makes it sound really old, but we're not old. Mm-hmm. We got into a relationship prior to like Facebook like popping, mm-hmm. prior to Instagram popping, nope. prior to Instagram all the, was even around. No, nah, I think Instagram yeah. started popping like 2011. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like we um we started dating prior to all of that mm-hmm. prior to the dating apps and so like mm-hmm. we've seen the waves the ebbs and flows of like millennial dating like the struggles and just seeing that i i, I never wanted any parts of that i thank god every day we got to a relationship prior to um all the i guess the stress and and and, mm-hmm. and the burden that is i guess like social media yeah uh, that definitely plays a huge part to, like, yeah and i actually life. got a question so i put this out okay. there on yeah. my um on my story my instagram story yeah. another social media platform <laughs> and so someone was like how do they deal with uh social media because i mean i think it's just a part of your lives no matter what yeah. so how do you all like communicate and really decide like what's gonna work for y'all with social media Ooh, there's so many different I mean, there's it, like social media is just there's so it's a different beast, mm-hmm. as, especially when it comes to not a marriage, not even a relationship, just you as a person. When it comes mm-hmm. to your job, when it comes to your relationship, when it comes to your family, like you know how you're on Facebook with grandma compared to Instagram with your friends. Yeah, right. Like I feel like everything is so different, and the good thing is, like Darian said, like I feel like Instagram, like that's the one thing that everybody like nobody really talks about Facebook and Twitter as much, but. Instagram is that thing that it came out when we were already dating Mm -hmm. so we kind of like made our rules with it Mm -hmm. I feel like it's so different when you're dating and somebody already has an Instagram right Um, like for us yeah I haven't known you my entire life yeah and like now we're our generation I'm guilty of this too like I would definitely judge somebody from their Instagram not judge them but I'll figure out their life from their Instagram Mm -hmm. I mean that's partly the point of it yeah (laughs) which is a great thing um but I think, like, that's a huge part of it, too. Like, just knowing, like, what we're going to put out there, having parameters around it. I mean, I could go, I, this could literally be a whole session right now about <laughs> Instagram and marriage or dating. Um, yeah. But anything, like, specifically? I guess, like, different people have, I've had a, a girlfriend and she was really upset this was like a relationship years ago i think when instagram was pretty like fresh it was like mm-hmm. right when everyone was getting one and he was liking photos of all these girls mm-hmm. and she was feeling very self-conscious about it and they got into like this huge fight and i don't think that's very uncommon mm-hmm. for a significant other to like feel mm-hmm. some type of way about what you're liking and and I feel like I keep on hearing like stories of that or like why are you following just like a follow or um, comments or uh, like meeting people or getting DMs like you know like how do you guys like communicate when something's rubbing you the wrong way or I think we've gotten way better like at the very beginning of our relationship that was definitely like a um, I guess a pain point. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say that's so crazy that he started uh, with that. <laughs> like, when I was eighteen, you couldn't tell me nothing. Like I didn't sign up to date my mom. Like I was saying some wild stuff. Like it, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like you're like, I didn't sign for you. Police me, blah blah blah. It, it's we've come a long way, but I think you have to set the, I guess the the expectations. Like this recruiter talk. <laughs> in terms of like what what's gonna be not allowed but like it's it's a respect thing mm-hmm. and it's not yeah. like you're asking for permission it's like what 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 would i want 
um, versus what would she want? And mm -hmm. you know, am I disrespecting her? Am I disrespecting him? Um, is my partner insecure about certain things? Like if, if he's like, I guess not overweight, but not in the best of shape, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna be liking a bunch of like Trey Song and Chris Brown pics of like six six packs, right? Mm -hmm. So that's gonna put him into his feelings. So there's different things about, um, I guess understanding your partner and understanding their insecurities or if lack thereof, right? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I think it's just that. I think that's a big part of it, yeah. It's just talking through it. Like, I mean, Jerry was saying, we met at such an early age. Like, we went through stuff that, stuff that I probably let slide. I definitely, at the age of 28, would not have. And I wouldn't tell anybody else to. Um, but, I mean, it's a mixture of things, like, that kind of go into the variables. Um, so, I guess, how do y'all <laughs> communicate when you're not into something? Like, you know, when something is becoming a problem and you do feel some type of way about it, what would you suggest or what have you done to communicate that, like... Yeah, lately it's so funny. I haven't, like... Instagram is... And not to say it's not a thing or anything. It's just become such a small, like, a back burner mm -hmm. in our relationship. I don't know. Maybe this is how a lot of people are just because of age. I don't know. But we're just kind of, like... I've never... I haven't had that problem, like, any time recently. And maybe because we just know each other. Like, yeah. now it's, like, I'm I'm not out here, like, in a whole bunch of pictures of random guys or anything. Like, most of the time, if I'm liking pictures, it could be... I, I do like guys' pictures a lot, and most of the time, they're his friends. Like, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> I'm not thinking twice about it. And yeah, yeah, Maybe he does, like, girls' pictures. I honestly don't even see it now, as opposed to back in the day when I would actually be looking for the, like, whose picture did you like? Because, yeah, yeah. you know, we're in college together, like, things like that. Right. Um, and even then, it really wasn't, like, a big, a huge deal. But I do see where you're coming from with, like, um, you know, why do you comment on that? Especially when exes come into play and, like, mm. things like that. That's a whole different beast. Um, but now I can't say at 28 in the year 2019 for me and him. I don't even remember the last time yeah. we had Had you asked this question five years ago, you probably got it. <laughs> it's an entirely different answer. For sure. Yeah. Um, but I think we've grown to the point where we know each other, we respect each other mm -hmm. enough to know what, and know each other enough to know what's going to, I guess, like, for lack of better words, trigger um, yeah so y'all have already been through this process yeah, 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 and like y'all yeah. work through it and because of respect stars. it's yeah. like i will say the best thing like just to give advice and just going based off of um previous experiences is like speak how you feel like a couple sides to that one speak how you feel because you're gonna like garner those feelings like you're, you're literally gonna like hold those feelings mm -hmm. and that's not fair to him and vice versa it's not fair to you as a woman if he, you know whoever you're with it's not fair to the other person mm -hmm. so one communicate but two i will say if you go looking for dirt mm -hmm. absolutely find it so i agree it, with it, that yeah it depends on like what are you willing to do when you find it like because mm -hmm. one and this is, goes into a whole another thing like relationship wise advice things like that but if you do find something that you don't like are you willing to walk away when you, you know, confront that person about it? Like, is it really worth that battle? If not, maybe you're showing that person that you're willing to deal deal with it mm -hmm. and, like, what they can get away with, you know? Yeah. So there's a lot of variables that go into that, too, and how you handle those situations. But I think for the most part, for a healthy relationship, be honest and open and try to listen to the other side and not be so defensive because um, I have that, I, I'm very guilty of that. I've been guilty of that before. I can be defensive. Darian has been guilty of that. Doesn't help anybody. Sometimes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so when you come into it, time. like let me let me stop looking at it from my point of view and just really, okay, you know what? Even though I wasn't doing it in that way, I can see why you feel that way. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
And just humbling yourself and, and yeah. putting yourself in their shoes. Because it's not worth it. Social media. Yeah. It's literally social media. You have a lifetime person. Maybe not a lifetime for everyone. Maybe a girlfriend, boyfriend, but something you're working towards. Mm-hmm. And is it worth it? Maybe not. Right. And another thing is about posting the significant other. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a, a thing like... I guess maybe you two didn't really have that issue or maybe you did, but I see that as a big issue. Like, Oh, should I post my significant other on social media or not? And I think it's actually a really big deal for a lot of people to be posted. And did y'all ever have any like discussion or it's just kind of like, Oh, I'm with you. We have this great picture. I'm going to post it. Or sometimes people like to hide their significant others from social media so what are your thoughts on like posting i definitely get both sides of the coin like mm-hmm. if you want to protect your peace and you don't want people in your business like oh she's with another man like she just had a boyfriend six months ago and mm-hmm. now she's another dude i completely get that as to why you might not want to post somebody mm-hmm. us we've never had that issue because i had we had like 60 followers in 2011 so like, <laughs> everybody knew everybody um and like as obviously as we met more people so we started posting and we were engaged mm-hmm. shortly thereafter so it really wasn't that big of an issue if if anything like really yeah and i will say it's a few sides that yeah for us like personally speaking no it was never an issue like i would post him all i wanted to i mean i would post it was fake i like it literally started with facebook i'd post like with my superman like, yeah yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. oh because then it's like facebook official was a yeah. thing i remember yeah. facebook official was this heart. big thing yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't even instagram so when instagram came out like you said with my 10 followers yeah I posted, like <laughs> right. it's like who cares and then it was just everybody on campus like they knew we were together so it wasn't like a secret to hide i will say now i understand like especially early on in the, in the relationship why you wouldn't post because you don't know how long it's gonna last and i just, i don't think that's something you should be embarrassed about like i know some girls are like oh like i'm embarrassed because i posted him and he maybe had me out here looking stupid or maybe it didn't last like mm-hmm. that's life like relationships are supposed to be cycles like that's okay yeah um but i would understand why you know you wouldn't want to post them too early and then for, as far as you're saying though i do and this is just me speaking you know you do what you do but i feel like and i see this a lot with guys not as much with girls so i can speak on this um they're not posting you know their significant other and then you see you know the the woman in their relationship they're like yeah i don't even like posting you know my significant other and as soon as he does now you want to post it you yeah, know yeah yeah it's like a tip for tat kind of thing and i understand that you just don't want to look dumb um, but I just feel like if you are really happy, like why not show that person off? Like yeah, right. You know, shut up from the rooftop. Like this is my woman. Like yeah, yeah. To that like it used to be a thing, and like now it's like keeping your you know person secret, whatever. But on the flip side, like Darian said, um, everybody has their reasons for everything, and maybe you just don't want people in your business. So if I can tell you about my new job, I can tell you about my husband. So. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's true, yeah. and then that's very that's a great way to. like talk about it and explain I guess like since y'all have been like posting and announced like that you guys are getting married and then you've been married and all that what do you do when there's maybe some like passive-aggressive comments like hey are you all like a little young like what about like do you all ever get those comments and what do you do when you get comments like that like oh you all are so young you know like but not in like a positive way, like oh that's great, y'all are so young, and um, because there's like this whole like independence move, marrying later, 
um, all that stuff. Do you ever get those comments? Um, not so much from like actually like friends, but we got from like family, which which quickly like transitioned to like when are y'all having kids? So it was really cool, like <laughs> when y'all get uh, y'all get married already to oh when are y'all having kids? Like I thought you didn't want us to get married three years ago and have kids. So it, it's just a reactionary thing. Not so much from like people on the internet or anything like that because pe- people when we got married we have been dating for five years so like our mm-hmm. time clock kind of it wasn't it wasn't a, a, a very uh, it was a regular 23 year old 24 year old time clock so we started dating at 18 we had met parents met aunties met uncles uh met friends and family so they expected it at that point mm-hmm. so we really didn't get there really wasn't any negative kind of connotation kind of carried to our to our wedding actually our wedding is like if anything, a, a college reunion. So it was like one of our one of the first of our friends to get married. So it was like it was just like a, a big ass party. It was yeah, crazy dope. So you guys yeah. like set it off. Yeah, yeah it was dope. It's probably like a chain reaction. Like everybody's getting married like right after in the same spot. Like mm-hmm. it was just been really really cool. So yeah, um, if we inspired some people, I'm happy we we did it when we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said the same thing. Yeah, I, I really have never. I don't think heard anybody like, oh, we got married so young. Um, for the most part, people are, I mean, super supportive. They're like. Honestly, like, man, yeah. I wish I, I could have your story. Like, like I mentioned earlier, my friends, like, you don't have to go to the, do the same thing as yeah, us. Like, right. you're not your person at this point, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. Um, so for the most part, that's what we hear. I haven't had to deal with, like, that side of it. Um, but like Darian said, too, we do deal with, like, okay, we've well, been married for our three years. You're this mm-hmm. age. Like, why don't you have kids yet? Or maybe, yeah. like, when, so maybe not why not, but, like, when are you planning on it? Right. Um, and that's, I would probably say, the thing we hear most often, which, I mean, for me, it's just, like, just enjoy your marriage. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. enjoy. I'm still figuring out who I am. And yeah. definitely still figuring out who I am as a wife, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Especially in an area like this, and like even if I was back home, which no matter what, I'm still traveling. Like, there's so much stuff that I just can't even fathom mm-hmm. bringing a child into the world. But if I had to, of course, like I'm ready. But as far sure. as what I want, yeah, yeah, like I'm just gonna enjoy my marriage for a little bit first, and then you know, kind of get there. Which I think people are super supportive of that too. And I find a lot of like young moms like that's their biggest advice that they give me. Like, girl, wait. Yeah. yeah. And so what, with, like, talking about the topic of having kids, do you two have, like, this conversation pretty often? Um, Does it come up every once in a while? Like, how do you all go about it? (laughs) I'll let Darian This last year, we definitely talked about it more than any time in our lives. I think we're finally, like, financially stable. Um, And I think more so, like, most marriages are not marriages. Most pregnancies um, at our age aren't planned so I'm thinking of pr- from a perspective like if it did happen I'd be happy for it to have happened mm-hmm. um, not necessarily like I'm not the one who has to sit on the sideline for nine months to be pregnant so I respect um, her body her time and when she wants to, to make that decision and, and, and be ready to do it um, if it happened tomorrow I'd be ecstatic <laughs> if it happened next year I'd be even happier so uh-huh. And don't get me wrong, same thing. If it happened, I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm doomed. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. Like, I'm excited. I'm right. definitely excited that it happened. It's just I'm not, like, trying for that right, right mm-hmm. now. Um, but I would be excited. Like, finally getting to the age, like, it's dwindling, dwindling down. Like, we've done so much travel. We've got to do so many things that we said we're going to do together that right. we've got to do separate that we've got to do as mm-hmm. well. Like, you know, adding 
more things and now because we always try to like check in every year like what have we done what mm-hmm. do we still want to do and now we're finally getting into those years where we're like okay yeah, I would love to be a, a maybe in a couple years a soccer coach for mm-hmm. yeah, maybe yeah. my son could be on that team or you know like different things like that mm-hmm. so I feel like our age and now that we're progressing in our relationship but things are just changing more and we're getting to that there's side. truly no timeline on it like we're generally having like the time of our lives like yeah like I'm not even like trying to hype it like we're having a great time 2018 was crazy uh, we both started a job at one of the best companies in the world 2019 has been even better mm-hmm. Um, we're a little bit more financially stable. Um, What's made- that two-income household like? <laughs> Ooh, girl. She was the breadwinner for a long time. I was, I was playing. I was playing catch up for the longest time. So to even be in the same bracket has been a blessing. <laughs> so um, Jasmine over here it's, it's, just bags of money, yeah, just throwing it like <laughs> It's definitely, definitely, definitely a blessing. Like we were living. We were those people at the bar like three years ago. Like checking the phone before we ordered shots. Like let me check this Navy Federal mobile app. Like make sure make make, <laughs> make sure I can you know you know buy this drink at the club. So we've definitely come a long way and we've grown together. And, and so to kind of answer your question, if kids come, they come. If they don't, within well, there's no timeline on it. Like if it happens, yeah. it happens. And regardless, uh, we'll this is still the Bay Area, so right. and our, and right, our family yeah. is still in Virginia. Still so that also plays a, a strong, strong, strong part because a house out here is starting at one point whatever right so mm-hmm. go back to that household income i just I, so with that like would you think that like if you were to have kids would you plan on staying here or is there like thoughts of like you know moving somewhere where it's more affordable like what are your thoughts on that because even my girlfriends and i talk about this and we may not even be in a relationship but it's mm-hmm. just like that's just something we talk about the reality of it is like you have to talk about that stuff especially like being in california um we probably wouldn't stay in this city per se. Like we love California, and we think it's like we're super. We're like we're amongst people who think like us mm-hmm. for the first time in forever. Yeah. Um, and that's super. Um, I don't know. It just keeps you at ease. Like growing up in like the suburbs of, of Virginia, down south, uh, Virginia. Um, it's just not the easiest growing up around people who don't understand you. You can't be yourself. So being in California is like super dope. So to raise kids, we wouldn't do it in I guess. San Francisco definitely wouldn't and anything um, cheaper than San Francisco um, yeah. is an option literally yeah I just feel like our, our main thing is like right now I think it's so awesome like we walk everywhere like our favorite bar is two blocks away and we walk to our favorite bar we walk to is it that one that we went to yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bike, that, bike, yeah. yeah. Oh, that makes sense because they had like activities for you to do you can sit and chill <laughs> yeah. and they know it's my name right like, <laughs> they always get a start um but yeah i mean our growth we got trader joe's right there whole food like everything i walk five minutes to work brunch like, yeah during walks to work i walk to my shut like i love the convenience of the city so that's like the another factor that plays into it i know can't afford to have kids. Based. If I had a choice, <laughs> if I had the choice, definitely would be in the heart of yeah. someone. Yeah, because I grew up in a house and I would want, you know, like personally, I grew yeah. up in a house and I would want a house. Right. Mm-hmm. But right. it's same. like, right. but maybe, I don't know, other people have different. I'm the same way. Same way. Big yards, fences, backyards, mm-hmm. decks, right? So, yeah. It's definitely something that we're looking for in the long run. Mm-hmm. Right, and that makes sense. And that's why, like, that's why I brought it up because I'm like even I'm like you know talking to my girlfriends about it you know and so I think that's a very real question um and another question I got is what do y'all think about prenups 
that was like I didn't expect that question but I was like that is a good question because I feel like in this day women and men are making their own or maybe not I don't know but it's so open now so what are your thoughts on prenups like maybe even not just like your own situation but just your thoughts too I think it's a really good idea to be honest I just because historically you're looking at divorce rates in America and they're up I mean get a prenup like that's just that's what that point towards. so especially if um you know how much money you're making it just things I've never been through a divorce I can't speak on it personally just from what I've seen though things get ugly like you people change and you mm-hmm. might really think you know somebody and especially this day and age if you know when you're older and more established and people that actually would need a prenup probably mm-hmm. um you probably marry that person pretty quickly like a lot of times like maybe after knowing them from a year and you mm-hmm. just think your head yeah. heels and they end up being a completely different person so i think prenups are great um, I don't think they're super necessary either, though. Like, I feel like if somebody was like, I'm, I, I love her so much and this is going to be forever, that's how you should feel. You mm-hmm. should feel like the person you're marrying should be forever because obviously um, that's how I take it. Like, I, I made a promise before God in front of my family, my friends, to be with him forever, you know? So I feel like if that's, like, the take you have on it and you don't want to bring up, great, but... Sitting on Bezos kind of money, yeah. then you might gotta. I'm torn. Like it makes sense in that sense, right? Mm-hmm. He, he cheated on you. You deserve, and you were afforded a certain lifestyle. You were there with him from 18 to whatever you are now. You deserved half of everything that you've sacrificed, which is his net worth. Mm-hmm. And you helped. I think she even has like shares in the company and shares in the startup. Or whatever. Yeah. But like, there's certain situations like I can't imagine falling in love like at 18, right, and being like. I don't know if it's going to work. Maybe I should get a prenup. Mm-hmm. I don't have the wherewithal to, to make the decision. I think some people have that. Um, I don't know. I just feel like people in love don't do that. I don't know. That's, yeah. that's how I feel truly. Yeah. I think, I think of, I'm, not trying to protect I'm like, there's no way I'm going to get hurt. That's how I feel. Yeah. And only people I think about that is celebrities. I have like my mindset is very much so like I'm thinking yeah. about celebrities. Like I'm thinking about true. Wendy Williams. And I'm thinking about <laughs> like honestly. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I don't know that. I can't, I can count on, actually, I can't count on no hands how many, <laughs> how many laymans I know that actually have a prenup. It wasn't to, even brought up in yeah. our relationship. Like, hey, did you guys do a prenup? Yeah. Do you know anybody who, um, I guess, has done a prenup? Never met anyone. Never. Never. Yeah. Now, I would completely understand that people do it when they're like 32 and they're in Hollywood. Yeah, and, and I love that point you brought up about yeah. marrying when you're older because you might, you know, get you're married in a year. You have your own. Yeah, and you've lived 30 years of life doing whatever you were doing. Yeah. So it's like. That makes complete yeah. sense. Right. I've just seen some, some ugly things. Divorce makes people, it brings up some ugly traits that you just, you thought you knew that person, but. It's funny. Know. You know, I mean, we talk about this all the time how many double dates we've been on. <laughs> With with couples who are no longer together, like we can't even count. Oh my gosh! So, um, what would you say are like some things, some challenges that you know that married couples face yourself and other couples that you've met along the way? What are some challenges that you think that people should think about? Uh, for guys specifically, and I challenge, I was I struggled with this early on in our relationship. Is um, you need to prioritize your lady. Um, and not trying to turn up with your boys. And so it was hard for me, obviously. I was like 19, 20, and like, oh, I'm going to go out. I just joined a frat. Like, I'm going to go hang out with my boys. Um, but I chose to stay with my girl. Got caught flack for it. And she knew I didn't want to be there. Like, 
And so I lost on both sides. But now, obviously, it was the best decision of my life. But I know people who are deep into relationships who have still chosen to, you know, I want to run the streets with my guys and still come back to my girl at 2 a.m. or whatever. Um, that's just not the, the I guess, uh, it's not a good solution to, to uh, a, a healthy relationship at all. Yeah, and you have to you have to find balance, like because like Darian said, it's a lot of guys out here and a lot of women too that mm-hmm. want to have their fun and they're like, no, but they'll be here still. Like, what, you know, after I get out my system, mm-hmm. and then little do they know, they moved on, and now that you're ready to finally settle down, they're one with the next one, married and happy. And but there's a flip side to that too. Like, you should also have your fun too. Like when I told, I was talking about it earlier, still finding myself, you know, finding myself with my husband, finding ourselves separately. We still both do trips without each other. We still both hang out without each other. We have our girlfriends, we have guy friends, whatever. I feel like you just have to find a balance. And I feel like both of those are very important too. So I think that's my number one advice is making sure there is a balance, but understanding what that balance is and that compromise, you know, for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes time. Like, it, yeah. We didn't get to that point until what, 25, 6? Yeah. Where we truly understood like, Oh, like we're good. All right, mm-hmm. we are real love. We, we know what we're space. doing. Like he needs that space. I need my space. Like mm-hmm. it's not that he resents me. Not she resents me. She just wants to go out. And, you know that space is good. You want to miss who you're with. Yeah, um, we're still learning, we're, and it changes all the time. Like sometimes I'm like, you know, I'd love to just be alone for a weekend or a week. Like, you know, whatever. Maybe and that's something. Five years ago, I never would have thought like I would want. Like mm-hmm. you know, and that comes with age. And I know Darian. Like he's always been an independent kind of person. And like as he gets older maybe he wants to be around more you know whatever the case is so we're still learning that all the time we're still very very young in our relationship our marriage even though we've been together 10 years married three we're still young and still very figuring it out too yeah so just because y'all have been dating for x amount of years it sounds like you are still figuring it out every day and where would you say like the pitfalls might be for a couple or someone who's married or thinking about marriage like what is like is it just lack of communication mm-hmm. or like not expressing what each other want like what is what have you Those noticed two. Yeah. lack of communication not expressing what you want because what you want might not be what you what she wants um and then i know not even certain married couples certain people who are looking toward marriage uh they might be saying like where's the ring where's the ring and they don't mm-hmm. know that she, what she he might want to marry you or she might want to marry you but what you're providing for him or her isn't meeting that criteria and but you don't know what that criteria is because you guys don't communicate mm-hmm. um and so you might be uh providing things for him that he doesn't even need um and then missing out on the, the other 50 percent that he's yearning for but didn't talk mm-hmm. either mm-hmm. um and i, I was I, I don't think i was like that but i wasn't as big much of a talker as i am now mm-hmm. um in our relationship and i see plenty of relationships where people don't communicate that they think they're in love, uh, and they might be in love, but there's they're kind of capped until they truly communicate on on what um, both parties truly need. Yeah, I mean, again, that's a topic I can talk about for like days. <laughs> like, what is wrong? What isn't right? You know, whatever. Um, but I do think communication is a big thing, it, but not even only just communication, because a lot of times you will see that person communicating, oh, but yeah. are you listening? Mm-hmm. You know, like. Did you really like so yeah you heard what they said did you receive it though and like when you did receive it like how did you process it did you actually change after you heard it or did you actually try to you know fix whatever problem was communicated or did you just say i hear you okay whatever and keep it moving yeah the application Mm -hmm. it's huge because 
it's so cliche, but actions really do speak right. louder than words. Yeah. Like, how did you act from what you heard, from what was communicated? I was definitely, you're right, babe, you're right. Like, for a long time, mm-hmm. I was that guy, like, oh, just so, I, so, just so she can stop uh, complaining or berating me or just saying, like, this is what I'm doing wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and then years later, when I grew up, Hey everyone, so unfortunately the rest of the audio got cut short, but I know Darian talked about a lot of his growth and his communication, and I wish you were able to hear it actually coming from him, Um, but we very quickly summarized the rest of um, the podcast, and so thankful to have them here on the show. I think that, you know, they got to really speak their experience, and seriously, couple goals, um... Yeah, I love them to death. And so I'm so glad that you were able to hear um, some of the things that they discussed. Um, Please check out their Instagrams, um, which I will have linked in the show notes. If you have any questions or anything like that, thank you so much all for listening. Be hearing from the podcast to be discussed next week on Tuesday. Stay tuned and stay blessed.